The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From Richard Flint International. Deep inside you, there's a power. A power you can use to meet every challenge, every roadblock, conquer every obstacle life throws at you. A power to be happy, fulfilled, successful. A power to be everything you want to be. Now, meet the man who wrote the book on human behavior. The man who can teach you how to unleash your own power to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Flint. Hey, welcome. It's Richard Flint, and welcome to this segment of The Power to Be. You know, it's it's interesting. Um, I had a gentleman email me the other day and wanted to know, why do you call the show The Power to Be? And, you know, here is my thinking behind the title. Um, Inside of every one of us, there is the potential to be more than who we are right now. And it seems that as I've worked with human behavior, I've seen that that is one of the big struggles with so many people is that they want the more to life, but they just don't know how to get there. But yet on the inside of all of us, there is the power to be more than who we are right now. And in the near future, we're going to do a show on uh, becoming more, achieving the more in your life. And, and what I want from each show is to challenge you. And I want to challenge you uh, to see not only where you've been and not only to see where you are, but to be able to gain a clear picture of how you can continue to go forward. You know, you you know this about me. I believe there's only two directions for a human life. You go in circles, which is exhausting, which is draining, which traps you. Or you go forward. And that's where the freedom is. And what I want with each show is I want to look at a certain part of your life. Ah. Uh, And in looking at that part of your life, I want us to be able to see what's the challenge. Where do we struggle? And how do we break out of that point of struggle? Because you've known people like this. They've had struggles in their life, and they've just accepted the struggles as what their life is about. Well, I don't accept that. I think a struggle is something you have to accept. But if you're not willing to accept it, there's another path. And that path is a path that can take you forward. And what I want from you is I want you to be able to see your life 
and not get caught up in the jungle of everyday living because that jungle is filled with emotions. But what I want for you is I want you to be able to see the, the path that goes through the jungle and allows you to be the you that you're capable of being. I want you to have the power to be. And that's what the show is all about. Last week, I had a guest, Matt Cederson. And Matt talked to us about being a business owner. Because Matt is a business owner. And listening to him and what he had to say about, you know, being a business owner, to me was so very, very insightful. And what I want to do today is I want to continue that discussion. But I want to take it to a different level. You know, I spend my life working with a lot of um, small to medium-sized companies. And I do work with major corporations. But my joy is to go inside of a small to a medium-sized company and help them be able to see where they're stuck, what they need to look at, and how to go forward. I have an organization over in Naples, Florida that I'm working with, and I was with them last week. And we said in our time, and uh, we talked about, how do you learn to trust each other? How do you learn to build an inside organization where there is the freedom to grow? And from that, we really got into the difference between being the owner and being the leader. Because what I find in most organizations, that's a trap. Because a lot of people don't understand that the owner and the leader have different roles. And that if there's not time for the owner to be the owner, the organization is going to suffer. But yet, there's got to be leadership inside the organization. And when you look at a lot of a small to medium organizations, like one guy told me the other day, he said, Richard, he says, man, I understand exactly what you're talking about. But he says, here's my challenge. I have to be both. And there's so many people who own their own business who have to be all things. I mean, <laughs> It's almost like they got this line of hats lined up on the wall. And depending on what's going on, depends on which hat that they're going to wear. So when I look at the small to average size business, I see this role of owner versus leader. And I see the two biggest challenges that goes that go with what I think owning a business. One is finances. I'm working with several businesses right now that financially they're struggling. Their business is going through transformation. It's going through redesign. Or it's going through a shift in the client base. And all of those can affect a business financially. 
And when the finances go through transition or when the finances drop, there's a tremendous amount of stress that goes with that. And, and someday, somehow, we'll talk about that. But the other challenge that is there is the challenge of time. You probably have no idea, or maybe you do, how many times I have business owners talk to me like, you know, like this. Uh, Richard, this business owns me. I don't own this business. I pay the bills, but this business owns me. And I'll tell you something, and a lot of times, that is true. Or I'll hear something like this. You know what? There's never enough time to get everything done. Man, I could spend 24-7 here and still not get caught up. I was talking to a small business owner today that I'm working with and helping them to try to understand how to not let the business become overwhelming. And the owner looked at, you know, she looked at her desk and she said to me, you know what, I'm sitting here looking at this desk and I don't know where to start. She said, if I had a, if I had a full week and everybody would leave me alone, which you and I both know that's impossible, right? Have you ever gone in to get something done and you sit there and you get ready to do it and all of a sudden somebody needs you? But she said, if I had a full week, I'm not even sure I could get all this done. And, and then another small business owner that I was talking to yesterday was saying to me, you know what I'm seeing today? He said, the cost of business is going up. And he says, I can't raise my prices to stay with it. He says, it seems as the cost of business is going up that my profitability is going down. So I want to discuss with you what I see as some of the major challenges that go with being the owner and being the leader. And, and, and focus on the challenges that are there and see if we can come together to sort of create a plan that will allow us to continue to go forward. So here's our opening challenge, and we're just going to walk through a bunch of challenges today. Here's our opening challenge. The owner cannot do everything by their self. Would you agree with that? I mean, you ever had a day that you were just totally overwhelmed because there was no time to even catch your breath because there was everything to be done and everything seemed to fall on your plate. But let me take you a little deeper into this challenge that the owner cannot do everything by their self. Because most owners have learned to depend on their self. I mean, so many of the small to medium average size companies that I work with, man, the owner started them from ground up. And they've learned that if it's going to be done right, if it's going to be done like they've got to, they want it done, they got to do it. So in the process of doing that, they've learned to depend on their self. 
And, and what happens when they do that? They may have other people around them, but they limit what they allow those people to do. They have people there that they brought in to help them. But then, because many times it's their business, because they started it, they've grown it. Because of that, they feel that they got to do everything their self to make sure it's done right. So when that happens, the business does not become something designed to go forward. It's something that exists moment to moment. Now, what does that moment to moment look like? First of all, we make decisions that handle the crisis that are right now. Don't have time to think about tomorrow. I don't have time to think about where we're going. Man, I've got this in front of me, and I've got to deal with this right now. This moment, this is all I can deal with. What does a moment-to-moment look like? They're open to new ideas, and they'll discuss them. But they don't have the time to think about them. I mean, They'll go to seminars, they'll go to programs, they'll get information, and when they get back, they get right back trapped into this world of moment to moment. So even though they may want to improve it, they don't have the time. What does a moment to moment look like? More of the same drives their belief. Man, they they want more. But they can't see beyond the mess, the crisis, everything that they're standing in right now. What does the moment-to-moment look like? Energy drain becomes a crisis. You know this as well as I do if you're in business, that when the now is filled with crisis that you got to deal with right now, there's a drain to that. When you know you have ideas to improve your business, but there's just not the time to implement that, there's drain right now. When you you believe that there's more, but you know what? I just don't have time, so I've got to deal with the same right now. There's drain that goes with that. So, so much of what they do is not replenishing their spirit. It's doing what? It's draining their spirit. What does a moment-to-moment look like? They're not sure what the right thing is to do. Man, you know, I want to work on my business, but I got so many things right now that need my attention. There's so much I want to do, but I've got so much in front of me right now, I just can't seem to get to it. What does a moment-to-moment look like? You put all these together, and they don't have the energy to see beyond where they're standing. Have you ever been there? Hmm? You make decisions that are based on handling the crisis in front of you right now. You have new ideas, and man, they're great ideas, but you just don't have time to implement them. Every time you look around, something needs your your attention, so you get trapped in the sameness. And you're just plain tired. 
So when I'm tired, I look around, I see everything that needs to be done, but I don't know where to start. So you know what I do? I get trapped in not being able to see beyond where I am right now. And a big part of that is the second challenge. You don't know what your role is. I mean, who are you? Are you the janitor? <laughs> are, 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 you the, are you the messenger? Are you the one who cleans up the mess? Are, are you the owner? Are, are you your own employee? Who are you? Because, you see, the challenge is real. Until you know your role, you're trapped in doing the same thing over and over. And what does that mean? That means it's almost impossible for you to be able to get away from it. So every day, you look at your business. Oh, you may love it. But you look at your business and you feel that in many ways you're trapped. Because until you know your role, you're trapped in doing the same thing over and over. Now, let's leave that thought right there for a second because we need to take a break. And when we come back from our break, let's come back to this challenge about knowing your role. So don't go anywhere. Stay right there. And we'll be right back. Hello, my name is Gary Gunn, and I've been uh, listening to Richard every morning probably for about six months now. And he's my partner, and he puts the soul back into my life every day. And if you're not taking the morning minute, you sure need to do it. It starts my day every day. I look forward to it, and I recommend it highly for anybody that doesn't have it. You should have it. Sometimes I just kind of think about what it says, and then I realize it really does have something to do with my life every morning of every day. We love the morning minute. It's just a blessing to our lives to be able to give us a great thought to hang on to all day long. Just the morning minute for us, it just kind of sets the day for us. That's where we really like it. The Richard Flint Morning Minute in your email inbox every single morning. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Starmaker Magic Moment. How challenging is it to maintain focus? Unbelievable for me. Why has it been challenging, Brian? I think a lot of things from the past want to have their voice, have their way, say it can't be. And when the goal and the vision is high and you haven't seen it, you haven't tasted it, haven't touched it, there's a war there. And in your case with your personality, ever make you overanalyze things? Uh, I guess you want me to be truthful. <laughs> July 17th through the 19th at the incredible PGA National Resort and Spa in beautiful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. But remember, there's a limited number of registrations, so do it now. Sign up at www.richardflint.com or call 1-800-368-8255 and ask for Denise. Come join the fam. Star Maker 2015.
Hey, welcome back. Uh, we're talking today about ownership versus leadership. We're talking about being the owner and, for many of you, having to also be the leader. Or being the owner and having someone who could be the leader, but you, you feel you got to do everything. And before we went to break, we had laid out our second challenge. That until you know your role, you're trapped in doing the same thing over and over. <laughs> and, and what happens when you do that? What happens when there, there's, there's no growth? What happens when there's no clarity? What happens when you feel that every day you get up, you're going to go down to your, your store, your shop, your business, and it's just going to be a repeat of what it was yesterday, what it was last week, what it was last month. So what is the result? Listen to me. When you're too tired to really think about what you know you should be doing, you are too tired to take action. Too many times we reach for help. But so many times the people we reach out to are people who give us permission to stay the same. I learned this a long time ago. Most of us put people in our life who are our emotional twins. It's amazing because I've worked with some business groups. And in those groups, there are people that are going forward. There are owners that are going forward. There are owners that are locked into the world of repeating. And when I see the people who are growing, who do you think they reach out to in the group? They reach out to the people who are growing. The people who are stuck. Who do you think they reach out to? Do you think the majority of them reach out to people that are growing? No. They reach out to the people who are stuck. And if you reach out to people who are struggling like you are and all y'all can talk about and the only connection you have is around your struggles, how in the world is that going to help you go forward? You see, I believe this with every fiber in my body, and I've said it to you before if you've been listening to the shows. And listen, thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the power to be. Since we started the show in January, our listening audience has grown by over 30%. So thank you very much. It's one of the philosophies that I teach that just many times makes people want to turn a deaf, deaf ear because the philosophy says this, you are exactly where you want to be in your life. You're exactly where you want to be in your business. You're exactly in your life where you want to be. Now, you can argue with me all you want, but if that wasn't true, you wouldn't be there. If you wanted out of where you are, you'd find that path. But it was like a guy said to me before I came on to do this show. 
I'm stuck. And I've been stuck so long, I don't know how to get out. And I said, the first thing you got to do, number one, is what you've done. Admit you're stuck. Number two, look at the people that you're looking to or reaching out to for help. Can they help you go forward? Are they just like you? If they're just like you, you need to walk away from them. Because here's another challenge. As a business owner, your business is defined around you and your business design. I was working with inside this one company. The owner told me one day, he said, he said, man, I don't like the way this business is going. I said, well, who designed it? He said, well, I guess I did. I said, so if you don't like the direction the business is going and you design the business, who in the world is going to be the only one who can change the design? He dropped his head and didn't want to look at me. And he said, well, I guess I am. You see, folks, your business cannot. Your business can't grow until you understand what it means to be a business owner. That's a fact. You see, and that drops us into another challenge. There is no leadership without an owner understanding their role and that they can, can't be all things to all people. When you can't understand that one fact that we started with, you can't be all things to all people. You're going to exhaust yourself, frustrate the people around you, and rather than create something that's growing, you're going to create something that's filled with confusion. So let's define a couple of words. How about three of them? The first word, owner. Listen to my definition. The person who must become the guide. Their responsibility is to create the vision the company is constantly moving toward and moving forward to become. See, I've taught for years that there is a role beyond being the leader. There's a role where there has to be a guide. And the guide in any business has got to be the owner. Because their primary role is to create the vision the company is constantly moving forward to become. If you're not moving forward, you're trapped in sameness. In sameness, everything is going to, in its own time, fall apart. Leader. The person who accepts the challenge of taking the owner's vision and making it an everyday part of what the business is striving to achieve. And see, this is where some of the conflict comes in. Because to be the owner, you have to be the guide. You've got to set the direction of the company. You've got to, you've got to create where the company is going. And that takes time. And yet, if I'm the owner... And I don't have someone around me who can take my vision 
and help it be implemented with my people, then what do I have to do? I got to be the guide, and then I got to take the hat off, hang it up, put the hat on that says leader, and now I got to go out and make sure the people are following it. And you understand that as the owner, when you create the vision, there's a lot of emotions built into that because this is what you want. This is the direction you want your company to go. This is exactly where you're headed. But then as the leader, you walk out and the people resist. So you slip into a frustrated owner's mindset. Why can't they understand? Why aren't they listening to me? And this is why many times there needs to be the owner, but there needs to be a separate person as the leader. And that leader can take your vision and translate it to the people. Folks, I know this from having a company. It's challenging having to be the owner and the leader. Because I know what I want in my head. I am clear where I want my companies to go. But if I had to be the one to translate it and the only one, I'd be frustrated. Because I'm clear in my head, but many times the owner can't paint the picture for the people of what they want. That's why you need that leader, that person who can take your picture, your sketch, and take it to the people and with clarity help them understand where you're going. Let's put one more word in front of us. Visitor. We got an owner. We got a leader. And we got a visitor. And who's the visitor? That's the person who drops in and creates confusion by stating a vision without any plan on how to achieve it. There's a result to this and that there's no direction. There's a result to this. There's no purpose. And any time we stand in confusion, (laughs) we're going to confuse the people around us. And what happens so many times when the owner has to be the leader, they create confusion. Because they come in and they explain to the people what they want. They don't educate them. And that's where the leader comes in. The leader has to come in and be the one who educates the people. So, let's talk about roles. What's the role of the owner? I'm going to suggest to you that there's five roles. Number one, they open their business to a clear picture of the future. That's the part of the guide. Hey, they create that vision. They're clear on where they want to go. And they're clear on what it's going to take to get there. And that takes it to the second role of the owner. They work through their leadership. You know, I can go to Karen, and I can tell Karen, who is my leader, I can tell Karen, you know, here's my vision. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to sit and talk about the reality of it. Because sometimes I want more for my company than what my company is actually ready to present right now. And Karen has her, her hand on the pulse of the people. And she'll, she'll tell me, Richard, that's a great idea. 
But you know what? We need to slow this down because right now here's where the people are. And I trust her. So what do I do? I work with her and I work through her. That's my role as an owner. The third role, it never allows their business to get sucked into sameness. And that's one of the challenges, folks, when you've got to be both the owner and the leader. You have great ideas, and they're great. But then when it comes to implementing them, we're poor. So how many great ideas get put on the shelf? And the business, again, gets sucked into sameness. Role of the owner? The environment has a purpose and a clear agenda. I am a big believer that all confusion in any part of your life, be it marriage, be it friendship, be it in business, all confusion is the lack of having a common purpose, a common agenda, and a common commitment. Without these three, without a common purpose, a common agenda, and a common commitment, We're stuck in sameness. And it's the role of the owner to make sure that that purpose is clear to everyone. It's the role of the owner to make sure that everybody understands the purpose. How are we going to do that? We're going to find that common agenda with our leader who can then take our purpose and translate it to people, not asking people to change, but asking people to see the step to go forward, and that in this purpose, in this agenda, we're going to go, we're going to move forward. But to do that, you got to have their what commitment. I spoke last Monday to a drugstore chain that has just been purchased by one of the major drugstore chains. And they brought me in to work with three different levels of their leadership. And what, we were tr- what my role was to be was, number one, to help them to understand this was not about change. What you're going through is not about change. It's about improvement. Because when you take people out of a comfort role, because, you know, their average person been there 10, 12, 13 years, you think they're not into a routine. And now you've got big daddy coming in. You've got this giant entity coming in and buying you and telling you, we're not going to worry. We're not going to break this up. We're buying you because you have a market we don't have. But still, people see it as change, and change is frightening. So we talked about it's not about change. It's about improvement. Because those people in that room were the leadership. They're the ones that are going to have to go back into those 33 different stores. And they're going to have to go there, and they're going to have to show these people we're not about change. We're about improvement. And everything we're doing is going to be better for us. It's going to be better for our clients, our customers. But sometimes that's hard. But to do that, That level of management has got to be clear on the purpose, the reason we're doing this, clear on the agenda. This is why and how we need to do it and have got to be committed to going out there and showing the people the pathway, not through change, but through improvement. And then there's one other purpose of the owner. Reinforces the vision every day. 
You see, I think sometimes what happens as an owner, we think about business most of the time. I know I when at the end of my day, sometimes I'm still working on the business. I'm still working on the next dimension. I'm still looking for ways to go forward. My people go home and go to bed. And the next day when they come back, they come back the same person in some respects. But in other respects, they don't. So what is my role as an owner? I got to continue to make sure that what my people are doing is in line with the vision. And this is one of the weaknesses I see in a lot of people who own a company. They don't keep the vision in front of their people. They say it to them once, they share it with them, and then, you know what? They don't go back and restate it. you got to restate the vision every day to your people. you got to bring them back to that common purpose. you got to bring them back to that common agenda. You've got to reconnect with them so that you can have their commitment. And it's not just a one-time shot. As the owner, I've got to constantly remind my people, hey, here's our purpose. Here's the agenda that's going to get us there. And folks, are you going with me? Are we committed together that we can make this happen? Can you see how that role of an owner maybe has some different faces to it than what we thought? Hmm? Now, we're going to pause and take another break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the role of a leader which I think you're going to find very interesting because it's much different than that of the owner. So stay right there. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Think about it. You can't argue with it, can't dispute it, can't ignore it. You know it's absolute truth, and it applies to every person living on the planet. And to make it official, now there's a book about it. Behavior Never Lies. Written by the grassroots expert on human behavior himself. His name is Richard Flint. In this book, Richard gives you his insight into why this number one Flint philosophy is so important for all of us to understand. It's the book that won't let you off the hook. Because what Richard's saying is that if your words don't match your behavior... Sorry, you're out of the game. Behavior never lies. Listen, if you're brave enough, get the book and read it. Go to richardflint.com, or we really recommend you give Denise a call at 1-800-368-8255. Oh, and just for your information, if you really don't like to read that much, ask Denise about the audio excerpt version on Flash Drive. Behavior never lies. Isn't it about time you invited Richard Flint into your life? Last month was about family, and it couldn't have been a better topic. Every day, there was something that I was able to take and work on with my family. Sometimes I just kind of think about what it says, and then I realize it really does have something to do with my life every morning of every day. We love the Morning Minute. It's just a blessing to our lives to be able to give us a great thought to hang on to all day long. Just the Morning Minute for us, it just kind of sets the day for us. That's where we really like it. The Richard Flint Morning Minute in your email inbox every single 
single morning. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Welcome back. Our discussion today is about ownership versus leadership. It's about the fact that as an owner, <laughs> you can't do and be all things. Because if you try, you're just going to confuse everything. I mean, what happens if you show up as the owner and you need to be wearing the hat of the leader? Because there are different roles. And before we went to break, we were talking about the role of the owner. And let me just remind you of the five. They open their self to a clear picture of the future. They work through their leadership. They never allow their business to get stuck in sameness. Their environment has a purpose and a clear agenda. And they reinforce that vision every day. Now, when you look at those five, can you see why I say that the, the owner has to evolve to be the guide? What happens if you're trying to go somewhere you've never been and you don't have a guide and you don't have a map? Now, along with that, that owner, there's the leader. So what's the role of the leader? First of all, they look to the owner for guidance because that owner is the guide. So if, if my role is to take the vision of the owner and take it down and translate it to the people, then I got to make sure that I'm on the same page with the owner. And I need their guidance. I need to understand how we are we going to accomplish this. The leader is also the eyes and the ear for the owner. They're always there looking and listening, and they hear and they see things that are going on in the business. And what happens if they see things that are in the business? And, 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 and it needs to be talked to, to the owner, and they never talk about it. Could that create a sense of controversy? Huh? Sure it can. The role of the leader. Always willing to make course corrections. Now, that's going to take a very, very clear relationship between the owner and the leader, right? Because the owner is the guide. They have a vision. They transmit that and translate that, that vision to the leader. The leader takes it down and begins to work to implement it. And all of a sudden, they realize that what we're trying to do is not capable at this moment of doing it the way that we have sort of put the plan together. 
And it doesn't mean the timing is off. It doesn't mean it's not right. It just means that maybe we got to come at this from a different direction. So the role of the leader is to go back to the owner and say, hey, Richard, man, our idea is great, but we need to adapt this to where the people are right now. The role of the owner doesn't lose sight of the vision. Because just as the owner is tuned into that vision, so much the leader. Because between the owner and the leader, there's got to be that common purpose. Hey, here's why we're doing this. There's got to be that common agenda between the owner and the leader. Where we know we're on the same page. And there's got to be that common commitment where in that commitment, you know what? We've got each other's back. The role of the leader enhances the spirit of the people. (laughs) You know this as well as I do. Take a company through transition, and there are going to be emotions involved. And the leader has got to be the person who has their their finger on the pulse of the people. They've got to know exactly where the people are emotionally. And they've got to take what is there, maybe the doubt, maybe the fear, maybe the worry, maybe the uncertainty. And they've got to deal with this in a way of enhancing the spirit of the people so that the people become part of the journey, not sitting down watching the journey. Role of the leader. Refuses to let the business get off track. Hmm? So what does that mean? Every day they come to the people and they remind the people of the journey. Here's who we are. Here's what we do. Here's why we do it. Here's how we're going to do it. And as working together as partners, here's what we're going to be able to achieve. So let me give you a very simple picture of what we're talking about. You ready? The role of the owner is to create the vision based on answering the questions. Where are we going? And why do we want to go there? Purpose, agenda. The role of the leader is to translate the vision to the people. By what? By helping them understand how we're going to get there, the process, the plan, the journey that we're going to take. So let me put a word in front of us, and and it's a word that we've been using, but let's get a definition to it. That's the term vision. My definition, a clear picture of where the business is going accompanied by a blueprint of how we're going to get there. Now, let's drop this down to another challenge. What happens when the owner and the leader are the same person? Generally, there's no time for the owner to provide guidance. Here's what I found over the years. When the owner and the leader are the same person, The power of the vision gets distorted because the owner 
gets frustrated when they're having to be the leader and people aren't listening. The energy cannot be sustained. Because as the owner and as the guide, you're filled with energy as you're going forward. But when you take it down to the people and they can't understand because they can't see inside your head, there's going to be an energy drain on the owner's part. So what's going to happen? There's going to be reactions. What's going to happen? Sound decision-making is going to get lost because of the frustrations. What's going to happen? Opportunities get lost. What's going to happen? There's no time to really go back and work on the vision. And because maybe I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm confused, I'm unhappy, I'm reacting to what people don't want to do, I think, why worry about it? And when that happens, the business gets stuck in the moment-to-moment way of doing business, which makes the future an uncertain path. So let's talk about something then, okay? If we're going to balance ownership and leadership, what's it going to take? I want to suggest to you, that there are seven keys to creating an environment where ownership and leadership can work together and take the business forward. Number one, there's got to be belief in the vision as the starting point. The vision must not. The vision cannot be a thought. There must be a clear pathway to the achievement of that vision. Because if there's not a clear pathway, there is going to be confusion. For there to be a clear pathway, there's got to be belief from owner and leadership that this is the right thing for us to do. So let me give you four key thoughts here. When the belief is the starting point, it keeps harmony in place. It enhances the connection of clarity. And there's not the yapping about working about what's not happening. And it stays the course to going forward. Key number two, always looking for ways to strengthen the vision. You see, as the company evolves, you must, so much the vision, it must be constantly reviewed. So what happens? It keeps creativity flowing. It enhances the belief that we can do it when we're always looking for ways to strengthen. Yesterday brings powerful lessons into today, and we use those lessons to go forward. It stays the course to what? Going forward. Key number three, owner and leader listens to each other with an open mind. They may bring different agendas, but they got to find the place to connect. So the keys to achieving this, Keep a spirit of collective genius in place. Use your ears and your eyes for understanding. Everybody feels safe to speak out. And in doing that, we got to stay the course to going forward. Key number four. There must be a common purpose, a common agenda, and a commitment and common commitment in place. Folks, you hear me. Without these three connected, the vision will die. 
So my four key thoughts here. When you have these three in place, a kindred spirit is created. Each is clear on the path to go forward. And you know where you're going because you're together. And when you do that, it's going to stay the course and going forward. Key number five, never talk behind the other's back. This is critical. There must be clear communication and honesty for the vision to have power. Now, the keys to being able to achieve this, you got to keep the trust solid. You got to know that each can trust the other's confidentiality of the conversation. And at no time do you let negative slip into the conversation because you're going to stay the course. Key number six to balancing ownership and leadership. Communication is an ongoing process. Every conversation must be about moving forward, not letting circles exist. The key to this communication, keep confusion out. Don't let confusion become a part. Address it. And to do that, each has to feel that they can speak their mind. And no yelling is allowed. We're going to be calm, we're going to be clear, and we're going to work together because we have a common purpose, a common agenda, and a common commitment. And in doing that, we're going to stay the course. And then number seven, this key is each respects the other. Without this, there is no working together, just people playing a game that will destroy the company. You have no idea how many times I've seen this lack of a common purpose, a common agenda, and a common commitment between ownership and leadership destroy the company because everybody's playing a game. And when you achieve that respect, it keeps the spirit of partnership alive. Encouragement is the result. And you have a connection of power that nothing can stop. It stays the course in going forward. Now listen to these and just take them. You got to be open to realizing the role of each. That's a must. You got to know when to wear the right hat. You got to be able to notice where the company is and which is the greatest need at this moment in order for us to go forward. You've got to enhance your knowledge of what needs to be done and that knowledge has to be shared with clarity. And you got to refuse to not let leadership be a part. Because you got to stay in touch with your people. Can you see what happens when there is not ownership and leadership working together or when one has to be all things and how confusing that can become? If you would like, I have a study guide on this program. and It's really much more detailed than what we've been talking about. But if, if you would reach out to Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E, at richardflint.com. And just tell her you'd like a link to the study guide on ownership versus leadership. She'll send you the link. Because I think it's important that maybe you sit down again and listen to this with the study guide in front of you and be able to take some notes and some thoughts. Because, folks, no one person can be all things to all people. Hey, I've enjoyed our time together today, and I really would like to hear from you. Richard at richardflint.com. I'd like to know your thoughts. I'd like to know what you're thinking. 
So drop me a line, okay? Richard at richardflint.com. Be sure you go to my website, richardflint.com, and see all the great things that are happening. So until next Thursday, remember this. You are exactly in your life where you want to be. Like it or not, that's truth. I'll see you next Thursday. Any questions? Call our people at Richard Flint Productions, 1-800-368-8255, 1-800-368-8255, or visit us at www.richardflint.com. And thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.